Um, so welcome to Swifties Anonymous. <laughs> I forgot how we start episodes. I'm Kristen. <laughs> and I'm Jess. And we are <laughs> Swifties Anonymous. Oh, I have to like throw my hands up in the air like you do. Oh, yeah. I'm Dan Rather. Swifties Anonymous. <laughs> uh, okay, do we do it for real? But can we really do the switcheroo? It's really funny. Okay. Kristen. And I'm Jess. And we are Swifties, Swifties Anonymous. Okay. Oh, I did the hand throw too. That's okay. You probably had, we have the energy of two Jesses instead of one Jess and one Kristen. Um, <laughs> so can we have a little bit of a Swifty news segment before we get in there? I mean, it's been a minute since we recorded, so yeah, let's in do it. In the meantime, Taylor has announced the tracklist for Red, Taylor's version. Um, it's like very long. It is. So like 30 songs. I mean, I'm curious what the playtime is going to be on that with like the 10 minute. The vinyl edition finally got um, like the pre-orders are up. It's oh, four yeah. discs. Oh, it's that's straight amazing. Up four so discs. you're going to buy it, right? I The thing I'm disappointed about, it's not Red. The vinyl is not Red. Like, I mean, what are they saving it for a Target exclusive? Because so far, all of those have been read. Yeah, like even folklore, which did not like, did not fit the vibe. But whatevs. Um, yeah, the fact that it's not read, I'm like, uh, also, it's like forty five or fifty dollars. True. Well, um, can we talk about the fact that we called or like the collaboration? Our wish came true. We didn't true. really call it, but yeah. I mean, we, we kind of did, though, because I feel like it it was always going to happen. I mean, yeah, Phoebe's I mean, blowing up. Yeah. Uh, Phoebe Bridgers is featured on a vault track, so I'm sure it'll be just like the lightest harmonies in the background of the chorus. You won't even know she's there. <laughs> I mean, just like she was featured in um, a couple of Lord songs right. on her new album, and you literally like, can't there is hear no, her. Yeah. Um, I can't believe Taylor is covering Message in a Bottle. <laughs> by the police <laughs> no i'm really excited though man yeah it's gonna be so good I, I can't wait to hear her grown-up voice um i don't think there's any other like pressing swifty news um yeah i don't think so either it's really the only thing that happened so i mean let's get back into taylor swift taylor swift so here we are we back we're finishing up this album in one fell swoop so it's gonna be a doozy and everyone buckle up, because here we go. Uh, so going back and listening to her old, young baby voice, especially on this album, was a tiny bit jarring. <laughs> oh, yeah. After listening to Fearless. Yes. Yeah. Also, uh, this album should have ended at our song. Oh, gosh. We will like, get there. Yeah. Okay. But I heavily agree. <laughs> um, so should have said no is so, so country. Especially her accent is like mega. You get the banjo. It's everything. I feel like this was pretty popular. I mean, it was definitely a single, but I also remember hearing it everywhere all the time. Yeah, it was her fifth single from this album. Oh. And final, which mm. I didn't realize this album had so many singles, but yeah. It had a weird amount of singles. I mean, they're all really good, so good for her. I guess just a little bit of background on this song. She wrote it when she was 16. And she was inspired to write it after she discovered that her boyfriend at the time had cheated on her. The first line that came to her was the title. Wow. And then she wrote the chorus in five minutes. I'm seeing a pattern here. <laughs> um, and then she also said that many of the lyrics were based on actual words that she used when confronting her then boyfriend. Wow. Was this a Liz Rose collab? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. But that is, that's so swifty of her. Yeah. To use actual conversation. Yeah. Like... It's like- the scarf, you know. Yeah, I'm like the scarf. 
So, I mean, do you like this song? How do you feel about this song? Um, I don't. Overall? I don't like hate it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to seek it out to listen to it. I mean, yeah. it, it tells a story. Yeah, it's definitely. You know, it's a song for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's probably like my not my favorite single. Maybe my I don't know if it's my least favorite single, but it's yeah. pretty close. It's very like picture to burn. E. It really is. Yeah, similar vibe, but. Like, for some reason, I always associate this song as, like, kind of a revenge song, but there's nothing really revenge in it. Like, No, it's just like, the, you should have said no, man. Right. Is the revenge, like, writing the song? Yeah, definitely. Because, like, I feel like even in some of the reviews of this, you know, as a single, they would talk about, like, Picture to Burn in this song. Like, she has a pattern of, like, revenge songs. And it's like, is yeah. this one revenge Oh, whatever. Hmm. But Well, my question is, what, what words in the song were actually what she said to him? I guess it was... Like, hey, you know what? You should have thought twice before you let it all go, man. <laughs> Maybe he said the past is the past and give me one more chance. Yeah. It was a moment of weakness. And I just said, I yes. said yes. Yeah. And she's like, hmm. I mean, uh, I just want to know what the word was. I know. I mean, what's the word? Date. Date. <laughs> Hands held. Um. Well, just a little fun fact that I know you'll enjoy, and oh boy. I mean, you already know, but how fun was that? The song was performed by Taylor and the Jonas Brothers on the Burning Up tour. Oh boy! And I don't know if you remember the 3D concert experience that oh. is the Jonas Brothers, the 3D concert experience. But oh, I remember. Yeah, <laughs> the performance is on that movie. So I'm gonna have to go back and watch that. Um, make sure you get your 3D glasses out because oh. you cannot watch that in 2D. Right. You've got to see the effects. So does Disney <laughs> Plus work on a 3D TV? Because I bought one specifically to um, watch this. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> and I just stole the 3D glasses from the theater. The the red and blue ones or like the black ones they made the, later? The black ones. Yeah, the official mm, ones. No, official. just kidding. I've never, I've never <laughs> stolen those. I've always returned them. Yeah. Do they actually recycle those? I hope that they like boil them. Oh, like, okay. I meant like, did they make people reuse them? Like, did they sanitize them? Like bowling shoes? I hope so. I really hope so. But I really highly doubt it. (laughs) All right. Enough about 3D glasses. Also, as far as who the song's about, it's said to have been inspired by Taylor's high school boyfriend, Sam Armstrong. It's Hmm. said to. It's pretty clear. But he claimed via a tweet that he and Taylor dated once again after this cheating incident. In a tweet, he claimed this? In a tweet. Uh, all right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't Th- believe wait, him. Wait, that they'd started dating after? Yeah, that they dated again, I guess. Oh. I'm going to doubt that just just because of Twitter. Like, if he claimed it after she got famous, yeah, I'm going to say. Yeah, definitely. Just, he's the worst. He's making stuff up. Do we know of any other Sam Armstrong songs? I don't remember now. I Not I mean, not that I remember, like, specifically. That we've talked about, yeah. No, because we've got, mm-hmm. like, Drew and Corey. And, and Brandon. 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 I don't know. Which one was Brandon? We'll get to him later again. Oh, Don't okay. worry. <laughs> uh, I must not have done my research enough. Did you have a favorite lyric in this? Um. So, I don't know. I, I kind of had trouble finding, like, a favorite. But what I wrote down was... Again, for the delivery. But do you honestly expect me to believe we could ever be the same? That is a good delivery. Yeah. What about you? Um, mine? Uh, yeah, I had uh, the same thing. It's like it's not – there's not any one line that stands out. But I did write down, um, I should have been there in the back of your mind. I shouldn't be asking myself why. That's a good one. Now that I just like butchered that delivery so that you can be like, wow, that sucks. I, I like that line better than my line. I'm going to steal that line. <laughs> okay. <No. laughs> um, wait, we also didn't talk about, real quick, the uh, live performance that she did. Okay, let's go for it. So um, there is no music video for this song, but I guess this live performance is used as the official music video. When you search it on YouTube, it comes up like on the official Taylor um, YouTube. Yeah. Um, so... I don't even know where to begin. So this was the ACM Awards, not the CMAs, which is what I always thought. What is the difference? So it's the Academy of Country Music Awards, oh, which I okay. I saw it on Wikipedia and I read it and I immediately forgot. Um, oh, okay. So I don't know what the difference is. I imagine there is a difference. 
And I imagine it was the first sentence. Um, anyway, so I'm, I'm imagining that this has to have been her first live performance on like an award show. When else would she have performed That's live true. on an award show at this point? Yeah, unless she did like Tim McGraw or something. Yeah. So I imagine she was probably nervous. But anyway, we'll get to that. So she starts out the performance sitting on a stool playing her acoustic guitar with a hoodie on. And it's all very dramatic. And then when they get to the first chorus, she kicks her chair and yeets her guitar. And she's standing up singing. (laughs) And then the dancers come out and rip the hoodie and to reveal she's wearing a dress. And, you know, her curls come out of the hoodie. It's all very dramatic. This was like her first like very big dramatic performance. Mm -hmm. Um, There's these weird backup dancers that when I was watching it again, I don't remember them being there. but. Until I watched it again, and then they were just there and dancing. <laughs> no, you'll have to watch it. Yeah, I I did watch it for this. I forgot about it, but yeah, I have, I have to say, as awesome as her performance was, her it wasn't her best vocally. So I was getting to that here. Oh, I'm sorry. So I'll stop talking. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's just uh, yeah. So um, it's so funny. I've watched the live performance like a bunch because I just love it. Um. It, almost like because of her voice is kind of like bad like and she really goes for some of these runs and just yeah misses she um, really does big time but it's like the fact that she was performing live you know she wasn't lip syncing you know i think that is yeah that's I mean, good really for her yeah i can 100 percent respect it it was her probably her first like televised performance so i'm sure she was nervous oh, like about that I looked that up. Oh, okay, thank real you. Real quick. So actually, no, her first one was at the um, the year before at the ACM Awards, according to okay. Wikipedia, and she performed Tim McGraw, and then she actually performed at the CMAs that same year, and then at the CMT Music Awards. So there's why is there so many? I don't know. Awards? There's so many. Either so this way, was her fourth, but it was way, still this her is first, very early. Yeah, definitely, and it definitely was like her first um, like big performance. I yeah, feel it's like. really dramatic. Oh, and also at it. the end, it starts raining on the stage and she goes and stands in the rain and sings in the rain. So Taylor. And also the rain is like, it's coming down, but it's spelling like, should have said no, like in the rain. It's it's crazy. Man. And at the end, like her her face, she's just like, I cannot believe I just did that. Like, it's the best expression that she has. I love it. Yeah, it's, it's a really... Um, yeah it's good yeah yeah her voice but yeah i mean she's come a long way like i mean we've talked about her grammy performance yeah she's come a long way but yeah to go but it was it was still it's still fun to watch for sure yes um also honorable mention the bad blood mashup um on the reputation tour is oh man it's so good i watched it again today oh man i remember when i like i watched that not too long ago I, that was just so surprising. I just yeah. didn't expect that to come. I was like, "Whoa, she's going for like, said no." Yeah, because it. it's like I don't really like Bad Blood that much, um, but that version of it is really good because it's a little like more rocky. Yeah, <laughs> like the guitars are like jug jug jug. <laughs> it's so great. They're like and, what? Like the drummers <laughs> just like go into town and then and then she starts singing this song. It's so great. So great. Let's talk about the secret message. Okay, it is. <clears throat> Sam, 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 Sam. In that order. That does. Um, so I wonder who the song's about. <laughs> that confirms that, but I'm still not going to buy it that they got back together after this. Yeah. Sam's a liar. Sorry, okay. Sam. Come on but the podcast and tell us otherwise. to the tropes. Oh. We may have glossed over the tropes a bit. We we glossed over the tropes. I'm sorry. This is why I shouldn't go out of order. Okay. Um, so we've got smiles, flowers, everything. You know, that first line. <laughs> Yes. Um, Cheating, leaving the past in the past or not, because, you know, as we know, a tailor never forgets. This other girl. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess it's always with the she. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Okay. Crying, one last chance, revenge. Even I put a question mark with that one because it's like, is it revengey? I don't know. And then it doesn't matter if he's trying to get closure with her. She doesn't want it. As we we learned from her song. Evermore, or um, from Evermore called Closure, where she says, I don't want your closure. She's very clear about that. She doesn't always want it. So it, it's very tropey just overall. Like, for the fact sure. That she, you know, 
used words that she actually said to him and all that. So, yeah. All right. I guess it's time to rate it. <gasps> Let's rate it. All right. You go first. Uh, I gave it a 4.5. Nice. <laughs> I don't know. Eh. Yeah. Yeah. I I was having trouble. I think like a five. Oh, wait. One more thing I wanted to point out about the song itself that had me cracking up. Oh, please. At one minute, 40 seconds, we're going to have to insert a clip. <laughs> okay. Of there, There's like this violin or sorry, fiddle. Yeah. It just like goes and it's like, I don't know what it was, but yeah, we're going to we're going to insert that. All right. <laughs> How swifty is it? Uh, I. I put it as a five because, like, it is fairly, but not, like, overly so. Yeah. Yeah, it's fair. It's middle of the road. So five uh, smiles, flowers, and everything. (laughs) Five moments of weakness. Ooh, I like that one. Wow. We did it. We did it. We did one song. Let's go on to Mary's song. Um, In parentheses, (laughs) oh, my, my, my. It's funny, the song, she never says Mary in it, but she does say, oh, "Oh, my, my, my. She definitely does. I'm just here to say, I love this song. I also, this song really grew on me. It's so good. It's so classic country, like two kids growing up and I am here for it. Yes, it literally is like a good country song. It's literally an entire story, a lifetime in a song. Like, yeah. Why did, why wasn't this a single? It, yeah, right? It would have been perfect. Torn up country radio. Yeah. You know? Seriously. You got that nostalgia. I mean, it's, it's got everything. Yeah, I love it. So it was inspired by Swift's next door neighbors, an old couple that had known each other since they were just kids. They were talking with Taylor one night about how they met, and she was touched by the story. That is so cute. It's Imagine so cute. Taylor writing a song about you, but like you're old. <laughs> I love it. I yeah, know. I wonder what this couple thought of it. I bet they love it. Probably. I hope they do because this is just entirely too cute. Yeah. It's it's amazing. Yeah. Um, And again, just Taylor being a storyteller. Yes. Even though it didn't happen to her, you know, she could take anything and make it into a good, it it was a good story and then she made it into a great song. Yes. Did you have a favorite lyric? (laughs) So many. Do you want to do yours first? I can, but I don't want to take all of yours with my one. Oh, well, you do You do yours first in case okay. I take um, one of yours. I looked at you like the stars that shined in the sky. The pretty light. <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> okay, well, that's, that wasn't one of the, um, that wasn't my favorite, but that one is so good. I had, well, I had an absolute favorite, but I had two runners up. Gotcha. Okay, so I'll tell you my runners up. I dared you to kiss me and ran when you when you tried. Yes. So good. That tells a story in one line. I know. I love it. And then I'll be 87, you'll be 89. <laughs> I love it. How she brings it back. My absolute favorite was take me back to the time when we walked down the aisle. Our whole town came and our mamas cried. So good. Literally listening to this song today, just getting refreshed. I like teared up a little listening to this because it was just like for some reason hit different. I was like, okay. Yeah. Okay. You got me, Taylor. You really got me. Yeah. Between this and Cold as You, I think these were like the two favorites that I hadn't really listened to before. Yeah. Unexpected faves. Deep cuts. Love it. Um, So as far as the tropes, I mean, it's it's pretty dang tropey. So we've got Shining, specifically Stars. And eyes that are shining like those stars. So that's like a triple, like, yeah, take a shot. Um, bam, bam, bam. We got big time nostalgia. Like, you're transported into the small town. Um, kisses, the typical mama and daddy. Mm-hmm. Um, sp- specific ages, two times. Okay, I love that she goes, I was seven and you were nine at the beginning. And then also, I'll be 87 yes. and I'll be 89. Yes. That's why that line is one of my favorites. Yeah. It's so good. Uh, okay, let me get back to my list. I got lost because I threw my head back in the drama of it all. Um, <laughs> 2 a.m., guys. 2 a.m. We got a 2 a.m. mention. Yes. The ultimate. Um, a truck, 
and potentially riding shotgun in it. I couldn't remember if there was actual shotgun riding, but mm-hmm. we're going to imagine yes. Um, smiles, fights, slam doors, small town love, a proposal and a wedding. <sighs> A guy standing outside the girl's house idealizing this guy, but it's he's idealizing her too, so it's okay. And also, it's clearly true love, so it makes it fine. Uh, the name drop, but only in the title. Mm-hmm. Um, an in-real-life love story. And the repeated first verse, but Boy. a variant. I mean, that is a chunk of text. <laughs> that's, that's a lot of tropes. Yeah. Very, very tropey. I love it, though. Oh, and the secret message. Sometimes love is forever. Okay, I'm just going to cry about that right now. I mean, see, Taylor, you should have learned. I don't know what she could have learned from this. I mean, I don't know what that means. I mean, I think think now she probably knows that now. Yeah, I mean, I think she always thought love was forever. I guess that was her problem. She just was trying to find it in the wrong people. Yeah. John Mayer. Ooh, man, I can't wait till speak now. We're going to destroy that man. Um, Yeah. What would you rate it? Man, uh, I gave it a 7 out of 10. I, yeah, I think it's a 7 for me. Yeah. For me, dog. I kind of wish that she would do like, maybe whenever she re-records it, maybe she could do like a a cute little like acoustic version. Because just the only thing that I don't like is just like the country pop sound. But that's just, I mean, there's no way to get away from that at this point. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, definitely matched the album. But that would be cool if she did something like that. Much more listenable. One can only hope. So as far as swiftiness, I did an 8.5. I agree with you. I was thinking like an 8 or 9 somewhere. Pretty high. Um, yeah. 8.5 backyard trees or houses I, yeah, in the I backyard mean, tree. Eight and a half creek beds we turned up. <laughs> eight and a half. Uh, man, I don't know. First fights. Oh. <laughs> eight and a half stars in the sky shining like pretty lights there we go um 80 8.5 babies that are being rocked on the front porch <laughs> that's a big front porch uh i don't know how you get a 0.5 baby but anyway <laughs> oh man is man, it our gotta, song time it is but i just want to go listen to mary's song now i know I it's playing it. in my head right now and i don't want it to stop um, the fact that Mary's song and then our song. It's like, okay, this yeah. is Mary's song, but now it's time for Two our song. songs. Okay, so our song. I was riding shotgun with my hair. Our. Some people pronounce it our. Some people pronounce it our. I say our. Our. Our song. Our. Our. Or you think, uh, you know, A-R-E is also R. So like R R. Our, 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 if I was saying it in a sentence, like, are our songs going to be played today? I don't know. Are our, our, our songs? I don't know. And now I just sound like a seal. Oh, our, 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 our. All right. Okay, let's talk about the background. Let's round so. this out here, boys. Uh. Uh, so Taylor Swift composed our song solely for the talent show for freshman year in high school about a boyfriend that she did not have a song with. And then she ended up including it on this album because it was popular with her classmates. Well, it's so. really stinking cute. So, so cute. I'm glad. Now I want to know who it was. Um, we'll get to there. Oh, we'll, we'll get to that. Not okay. there. It's not we'll a place. To there. I want to go to there. <laughs> I want to go to there. Um, this is the second Taylor Swift song I think I ever heard. Yeah, it was really early for me as well. And you definitely introduced it to me, I want to say. Yeah, I don't remember like when I first heard it. Not like Tim McGraw or I remember exactly where mm-hmm. it was. But... Yeah, but it's it's so good. I guess just some fun facts. She wanted this song to be placed as the closing track on the album. And it was. Due to the last lyrics. And it was, but then not really. Um, oh, because at the, the end, streaming services. Thanks, Spotify. <laughs> because at the end of the song, the phrase, play it again, which she thought would sublimin- subliminally request audiences to replay the album. I mean, honestly, that is... That's genius. Genius. Like, I, I think it could definitely work. Yeah. I mean, you know how songs are really short now? Songs that go viral, for example, um, Old Town Road ends before the chorus repeats again. And so yeah, it just so like, people- it really did jack up his streaming numbers because people wanted to hear it again because they wanted to hear another chorus because it felt incomplete. Oh my goodness. So genius. Mar- it's so he really true. is a marketing genius if you read his story. Well, remember we did say um, Taylor Ghost wrote that song. Hmm. <laughs> 
Ain't you nobody said that. tell me nothing. Um, the boyfriend was is widely believed to be Brandon Borello. Oh, right. The same guy that Tim McGraw was written about. Because okay. I think we talked about it when we talked about that song, but I think there's three songs about him, possibly. Our song, Tim McGraw, and I think he's the one kind of referenced in 15. Okay. I think was the other song. So, yeah. Well. Good old Brandon. Yeah. And it seems like he wasn't the worst because he just went to college. I mean, you got to go to college. They broke up and it was sad, but it wasn't like he cheated or was terrible like all these other guys. True. True. So, did you have a fave lyric? But shouldn't it be talk real low and not slow? I was going to say that in the lyrics. (laughs) I put it, yes, it should be talk real low and not slow. Is it just me? Um, I've definitely, I have thought that as well, and I've heard of other people feeling the same way, but I also feel like it's possible that, you know, if you're on the phone and you're talking slow, like if you're just saying like, oh yeah, and you like stop because you hear, you know, your mom walking by your room and maybe you're chopping up words that way. Okay. All right. I'm glad that this has finally been explained to me because I'm like picturing him talking like, Hey, Taylor, want to hang out later? And it's like the slots from Zootopia. (laughs) But I'm like, how does that help like the mom not here? But okay. I'm I'm really glad you explained this to me. Yeah, because I thought of, I definitely, I I agree. Um, Speaking of Zootopia, I don't understand the message of the movie. (laughs) That's another one. Oh, no. (laughs) Why did I get you on this? (laughs) It's trying to do too many things at once. Uh, anyway, so favorite lyric. <laughs> uh, anyway, so here's Wonderwall. Um, <laughs> yeah, my favorite lyric. Well, okay, first of all, the hook of the song is just so good. Yes. I mean, yeah. Our song is a slam and screen door, sneaking out late. I mean, I I can't choose that as my favorite. I mean, I got, I could have, but. But it is, I, yeah, it's such a good hook. I mean, it gets stuck in your head. It really it will never leave. I feel like this is one of those songs that I didn't actually consciously here like I just it was just on and then when you you started playing it on your guitar and we were covering it together like I don't even remember listening to the song to learn it like I just knew it you just knew it (laughs) it was just out and about all the time embedded in your brain exactly um but my actual favorite line that I wrote down was he's got a one hand feel on the steering wheel the other on my heart (laughs) but just imagine the way Taylor says it I'm not gonna do that Again, because yeah, there we go. I had to back up from the mic so I didn't scream. But if I do it, I'll ask you to edit it, and you won't edit it, and then I'll be embarrassed. So it's not even embarrassing. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, um, my favorite is I grabbed a pen and an old napkin and I wrote down our song. Oh man, I like how she rhymes pen and napkin. Genius. The rhythm is so good. Yeah, that is. That's true. Like, that's a good line because everyone's done that. Like, oh, I don't have anything to write on. Let me just grab you this napkin. A pen and an old napkin. Like we did with the band names. Oh, man. I still have that napkin with oh, all of goodness. our potential band names. So. Bean pie. Bean pie forever. <laughs> um, trope time? It's pretty dang tropey, if you ask me. Personally. Oh, man. So tropey. So we've got we've got an actual riding shotgun in his car. Mm-hmm. Um, breaking the fourth wall, like by talking about the fact that is this is their song. Yes. Um, which she does that a lot. Laughter, phone calls, specifically ones that are late and his mama doesn't know. Um, kissing, but it was a missed opportunity edition. Yep. <laughs> uh, windows and doors, flowers, all mm-hmm. those roses, you know. Um, the radio, maybe idealizing this relationship. Uh, front porch and then that repeated first verse but a little bit different yep so good. she does that a lot on this album specifically yeah she does definitely i just remembered how good that line was when we were talking about the missed kiss opportunity when he said the line that's like the first date man i didn't kiss her and i should have i love that it's line so yeah it is so cute and it's like so true <laughs> i feel like it's kind of a trope in like um on tv in movies and stuff where like if the girl doesn't get the first kiss and they're expecting it and he like goes in for a hug or something it's always really awkward that's always a plot point true we're like i think it's new girl where like someone gets a pat on the back <laughs> oh man first date didn't pat him on the back and i should have <laughs> uh, let's talk about the music video yes oh man it's so cute i love it 
Like she's painting her nails. Oh my gosh, it's such a vibe. The shag carpet, oh. the phone. Who is she talking to? Is it is it Brandon? I, mean, I was she- wondering that at the beginning too. Like for some reason at the beginning when she's on the phone and she's like describing all this, it seems to me like she's talking to one of her girlfriends and she's like, so I was riding telling you about shotgun this. with my hair undone yeah. in the front seat of his car. That's true. It's really, it's so cute. The pretty dress. Yeah, it looks like the same dress. It's not the same, but similar to the one she wore in uh, Teardrops on My Guitar, which yeah, I love. it does look similar, but totally different vibe. Totally different vibe. Um, and when she's laying in all the flowers, I want to ugh. lay in a bunch of flowers, but I want them to be a thousand yellow daisies. <laughs> hmm. A thousand yellow daisies. <laughs> Don't take my bait. Don't take my Gilmore Girls bait. So. <laughs> So if anyone doesn't know, listening to the show, (laughs) I'm trying to think of uh, of any like missed opportunity kisses that were in Gilmore Girls. I don't don't think that was ever really a plot point. Um, I don't know. I we're gonna get in trouble if we keep talking about Gilmore Girls. Yeah, let's not dive too deep into that right now. We've got a lot more to go. Where was Mr. Nashville? Was that okay? I didn't see Mr. Nashville. Did I? They had someone that had his spiky hair, but then when they showed him up close, I was like, oh, it was not him. That is not him. Yeah, it's like an imposter. Any other comments about the music video? Oh, man. Really just the flowers. The flowers just, are great. It is such a like a good like mid-2000s vibe. Yeah. The whole thing. The eyeshadow, always. Oh, the frosty blue eyeshadow. Always my favorite. Okay, so the secret message is, and this is our final secret message, I think, on the album, which makes oh, me sad. Wow. So this is the last song on the album. We're done. Yeah. Yeah. We're it. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye. No, um, it's live in love cute so perfect last song to like lead into fearless if you think about like it's like that That's idealized true. like in love with the idea of love kind of that thing. is very true but it didn't end here <sighs> not at first it did and then they added more songs so did you did, did i rate this did you rate the song i did rate the song and i'm just gonna say I'm probably going to give this song a seven, mm-hmm. but I still don't like it as much as Teardrops. Teardrops will forever be my favorite, even though I think that I rated them the same, if that makes sense. I got you. No one cares. I don't know why I'm explaining this. I know you guys are really on the edge of your seats about our ratings. <laughs> oh, I am. Because <laughs> these next songs are really going to bring the average down. Um, True. So I gave it a six. Which, no, why does it sound it's still good? It's no, like, six is still good. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's just not one I listen to like actively. Yeah. It's it's just such a classic. It it's for it me is, like, and it's not. It didn't get so overplayed that it got annoying. I feel like yeah, teardrops may have gotten annoying to me mm. over time just because of how overplayed it was. And also, same with should have said no. I think it was annoying to begin with, and then yeah, <laughs> I feel like yeah. I heard it a lot. So Swifty scale, uh, yeah, Swifty scale. I rated it an eight because it's it's a chunk of text that I typed in for all those tropes, and I'm sure I missed some. A little less Swifty than Mary's song, but still yeah. Swifty as heck. Extremely happy Swifty. Um, so it's eight slamming screen doors. I think that's perfect. I yeah. Man, the slamming like old school screen door that didn't have like the stopper, and you know, yeah. there's you have to reach your hand out to stop it, and it just slams against the house, and it kind of bounces back a little uh-huh. bit because it's kind of light and flimsy. Yes, yes, exactly. And it's like painted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And then like an image. old farmhouse kind of thing, which I'm sure that was kind of what was in the music video with the front porch. But yeah. like, you know, oh, the yeah. one. Oh, I know the one. It's Isn't it crazy that she paints an entire picture in just literally three words, slamming screen door? It's true. It's, yeah. It's almost like she's a writer. Almost. Some sort. Almost like she's a, a crafter of words. Okay, now. So. Would you like to take a break and then come back? Let's do it. We're back. Welcome back to Swifties Anonymous, the podcast where we talk about Taylor Swift songs and Gilmore Girls and whatever else comes around. This brought to you by HelloFresh. What did you eat last night, Jess, from HelloFresh? I had, oh, from HelloFresh. I thought this was supposed to be like, I had ramen noodles because I don't know how to cook anything. (laughs) I mean, it can be that too. Oh, well, I have a solution for you. If you go to HelloFresh.com forward slash... So if he's anonymous, you get $20 off your first box. It'll teach you how to cook. Sweet. <laughs> oh, okay. We're going to get sued. I'm only me when I'm with you. 
So, okay, can you explain, first of all, why this album didn't end with our song? Okay, so from what I can understand, the original track listing did end at our song, which it just really should have. Yeah. But then the international edition, which, yeah, the deluxe edition, it has these songs and then Taylor's first phone call with Tim McGraw, whatever that means. Oh, And then the international edition has these and it ends with um, Teardrops on My Guitar pop version. Ah, which I think that is the one that's on Spotify, Apple Music, all the other streaming services. So we chose to continue on and rate the whole album, including these bonus tracks that really should have stayed in the vault. I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Should have just waited until she re-records it because a couple of these songs would be better. Maybe. Eh, Yeah. If Well, yeah. So, yeah. So I'm only me when I'm with you. Let's just start with that one. just mm-hmm. a little bit of background according to the taylor fan dumb wiki is a reliable source <laughs> i shouldn't have separated the word fandom um <laughs> yeah it's a song about taylor swift and her best friend abigail it speaks volumes of how they know each other so well and feel free to be themselves when they are together the video features abigail and other swift's friends and family yeah which we'll get to that but i have an issue with this because <sighs> It clearly says in the lyrics, just a small town boy and girl. Yeah. So So, which is it? What is the truth, Taylor? I mean, I guess all I could get from this was it's just a general song. It can be about a friend. It can be about a boyfriend or whatever. Yeah. That you can just be yourself around someone and just be yourself or something. I don't know, man. Yeah. I mean, I get it. You know, songs can be about two things. Yeah. You know, I love that, but that's not typically Taylor's. Yeah. You know, Wheelhouse usually has one thing in mind. It's very specific. Goes for it. So, yeah, the fact that it's really, it's not even ambiguous. It's just confusing. Yeah. (laughs) And, yeah, the lyrics are still, like, kind of specific where it seems like, especially at the beginning, like, it seems like she is talking about someone in particular. Yeah. But we just don't know who, I guess. Yeah. Which, I mean, I don't know. It's Yeah, because it's like, is it about love? Is it about friendship? Friend? Like, yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's it's just pretty cliche and feels kind of thrown together and it's really not... Very cliche. It doesn't qualify as a Taylor song for me. <laughs> um, I would like to hear your personal anecdote about the song, Kristen. Um, so it uh, song too loud. <laughs> Hurt ear. So when I'm looking at the credits... The rest of the album was produced by Nathan Chapman. So it, you know, it's all pretty cohesive. The production all sounds the same. But then this one is like very jarring. It was has two other producers who I don't even know who they are. And I just assume that they must not have listened to this very thoroughly because it's mixed so strange. It's just so loud and really like yeah. trebly. And like the way her voice in the chorus specifically is just like oh. all the instruments are just happening and her voice is just like screaming over top it's just it's so bad like it, it, yeah it's yeah. just the way that it sounds is not pleasant for my ear holes so i'm really sorry yeah but no i know i don't, i'm i'm very interested to see if she does re-record this how cuz the vocal in the chorus is so weird yeah and i know it she it's like they just like did the first take and we're like, yeah, that's good. Like they didn't bother to go back and do a better take or something. Or you know? something. Yeah. And it's like, maybe throw a little like reverb on there or something to like soften it. It's just like, it's too bright mm-hmm. or something. I don't know enough about music things to, to know exactly what's wrong with it. I just know that it is wrong. Yeah. Something ain't right. And yeah. it's funny. Cause when you first listen to the song, like it's kind of got that like Paul Muti guitar thing going on. Yeah. And you're you're kind of like, all right, all right. Like the verse, right. like okay, yeah, whatever. And then yeah, then, and the, then chorus, the chorus and it slaps like, you in the <laughs> face. Yeah, <laughs> definitely slaps you in the face. Um, also, her voice sounds like she sounds bored in the chorus or in just the in general. Whole song, she just like yeah, I can almost see her in my mind's eye like singing it and just being like, bah, 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 bah. like I don't know. It's just really like <laughs> I, I see what you mean. You know yeah. what I mean. Yeah, I do know what you mean. Strange. Well, strange choices all around for everyone. uh, Well, maybe we could talk about our favorite lyric and that way we can find something good about the song. Will it? Okay. Unless you guys picked a least favorite. Uh, I did pick a favorite. Okay. Uh, Is it my turn to go first? I can't remember. I don't know, but you can do it. Okay. Um, In the field behind your yard, you and I are painting pictures in the sky. 
Okay, that was same for me, honestly. <laughs> I don't know what it that means. Stuck out. <laughs> I don't know what painting pictures in the sky means, but it's provocative. Exactly. No one knows what it means. <laughs> it's like it the one line that is something. Yeah, that even stands out. Yeah, everything else is like, yeah, we get it. You're they're the only person that knows you and yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it does, you know, not to repeat painting pictures in the sky, but it does paint a picture in your mind of like just laying out yeah. in a field looking at the sky and it's like yeah. yeah that sounds fun yeah but yeah that's the only one that's even remotely memorable and i don't even remember how she says it i don't even remember the delivery i only have listened to this song huh. two times that's all that my ear holes could take well my runner-up lyric not even a good lyric but <laughs> did she like totally rip off journey yeah. just a small town boy and girl living in a crazy world yeah she has to have i mean and we've just all done a small it, town but... girl living in a lonely world yeah yeah I don't, it's just yeah. funny i don't know the line that bothers me uh probably the most i'm mm-hmm. only up when you're not down yeah it's like a double <laughs> negative or something yeah it's like i know what she's trying to say but it doesn't it, help yeah oh, oh sorry move on to the tropes yeah let's let's keep going so this doesn't strike me as super swifty Anyway, so we got a specific day, which is Friday, mm-hmm. stars flying, a small town boy and girl living in a crazy world for some reason, <laughs> as we talked about. I literally put what? Yeah. Anyway, it's no crazy one, out here, man. Yeah. No one gets me like you. I don't know. Yeah, that's good. But the, none of them are particularly swifty to me. Nah. Like they are all are tropes that she uses, but there's nothing about them that stands out. Yeah, this is definitely not a typical swifty song. Nah. Probably. Well, did you watch the music video? I did. I had to turn the volume way down so I wouldn't hear the song. <laughs> I have to say, like, the music video is pretty cute. I yeah, mean, it is cute. It's a cute tribute to, like, her family and friends and touring and kind of sentimental. Yeah. The best day is better. Oh, the best day is <laughs> oh, Yeah. If I want to get sentimental, I'll just watch that music video. <laughs> True. True. Yeah, she has better sentimental music videos. But Abigail is wearing a vest. <laughs> Oh, did you notice her vest? I didn't, but I'm not going to watch it again to find out. Yeah, I don't know. I just had to write that down because it's such an era of yeah. like when that was popular kind of for a second. Oh, I mean, man. I had the vest. I also had a vest. Probably you I was just trying to vest. copy your vest, really. Rue 21. Oh, man. Rue 21. Yeah. I mean, that's basically all I have to say other than I like the cat. There's a cute cat in that video. I watched it too long ago. I don't even remember a cat. I wish I could. Wow. Well, that should have been the one thing you remember. I know. Okay. Can we rate it and move on before yeah, yeah, I yeah. fall asleep? Okay. No secret message. <laughs> Let me just say that. Oh, and that's no why more secret should, messages. we shouldn't have counted it if it has no secret message. Whoops. All right. Rating. I gave it a type one. <laughs> a one? <laughs> I did give it a one. Wow. Yep. That's rough, man. I can't. I, it's unlistenable. Yeah. It's pretty It's pretty bad. Um. <laughs> I give it a 2.5. Give it a little bit of credit. Yeah, I've never... I, oh, I didn't really think about the fact... That, I don't know if I'm going to have a one. I, like... If it's not on this album. Oh, my gosh. I, like, I would rather listen to A Place in This World. Like, I thought A Place in This World was bad, and then I hear this, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. No. Nope. Yeah. True. Now I feel, like, justice for A Place in This World. <laughs> a Place in This World deserved better. Yeah. <laughs> it deserved A Place in This World. Um, What is your Swifty rating? Two. Two. Yeah, it's not Swifty at all. <laughs> it's not like anyone could sing this, you know? Yeah. Also, her voice doesn't really sound like her. It's a, I don't know. All right. Two crazy worlds. Barely qualifies as a Taylor song to me. All right. Well, I'm sorry to be so mean. Let's get out of this song. Yeah, let's get out of here. Let's move on to Invisible. Oh, She can't see the way you're so I have written down in my notes Uh-oh. when I listened to it, ouch, that intro, and like I tried to draw like the uh, gritted teeth emoji, like, how does the intro go? I've already forgotten. Uh, it's like, yeah, just that really, there's kind of like a dull piano and then the, a violin or fiddle, yeah. sorry, and just a fiddle. It's just so generic and like, it's like they s- pressed a button, like generic mm-hmm. country piano intro, worse than because I also hate the intro to Cold As You because it's so generic. This is just like cranked even worse, like more generic somehow. So here's what I wrote. Um, 
I mean, just teardrops on my guitar too, but the straight to DVD version. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's like teardrops and also you belong with me a little bit or something. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, it Mash is like up. a teardrops too, but the, yeah, the direct to video sequel. Direct to VHS, like at the bottom Ooh. of the bin at Walmart. <laughs> it also gives me Billy Gilman vibes. Oh. That's a reference no one's going to get. Wow. But just like that generic, I think that sad piano y country sound. Yeah. It must be what it is. Yeah. So. Very true. Yeah. But I mean, all in all, like, I am a sucker for these unrequited love songs. Yeah. I don't Taylor's. Hate, like the vocal melody. Like, it's actually pretty yeah. interesting. Like, I don't mind it. I've forgotten how it goes. Me too, but, but I, I apparently liked it. <laughs> yeah, I think I liked it. Oh, I guess there is a little bit of background, a quote from Taylor that she said, there's the song Invisible, which is about the son of my parents' friends. They were always at my house and their son was my age and he would always tell me about other girls he liked. I felt, well, invisible, oh. obviously. <laughs> so I wrote that song about it and it was a bonus track on my first album. There we go. Uh, yeah. Yeah, just, it's not, like, it's not terrible by any means. It just doesn't yeah. really add anything new. Yeah. Maybe, I feel like it's like you're sandwiched between these two other songs that are really bad, so maybe it just seems better than it is to me. That's possible, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, not too bad. If it would have been on the original album, it would have been listenable, because this one isn't produced like it wasn't recorded in a garbage can, doesn't sound like. Mm. <laughs> True. <laughs> Should we talk about the lyrics? Yeah, let's dig in. Uh, not much to say. Here. Yeah, did you pick a fave or a least fave? Um, I did. The only one that like really stuck out um, in the bridge, she says, like shadows in a faded light. Oh. I don't know. For some reason that was... Yeah. Because yeah. the shadow... I'm going to explain to our listeners how shadows work. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> Thank you, genius. Oh, man. I The one I put was, she's never going to love you like I want to. Hmm. Which, I mean, not that great, but I like that she says, like I want to, instead of like I do. Right. So she realizes maybe like... It's never going to happen. Yeah. And also, um, I guess the song isn't really... It's kind of sad because the guy, the, the girl that the guy is going after obviously doesn't even care about him. It's not even like a Drew situation where he's just got another girlfriend. Right. It's like he, she is not even noticing how much he likes her. The yeah. other girl isn't. Yeah. So. So, yeah. Yeah. I, don't know. I guess yeah. it's not about Drew. Guess not. It's the, it's about the neighbor some, kid or whatever. I don't know. And I think, um, I didn't include this, but I think in the interview it was um, when she was in Jersey Shore. Like what? some guy from Jersey or something. Oh, oh, was it like when she lived in Pennsylvania? Yeah, I guess. Oh, okay. And maybe they were like over the summer. Um, maybe I'm mixing another song, but anyway. Okay, so the, these tropes, there are a few. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've got that uh, she, you know, that other girl. Yeah. That's always girl. around. Uh, the unrequited love. She's never going to love you like I will. I know you more than your girlfriend ever will. <laughs> Being invisible. <laughs> Wow. In the name. Uh, we got a love triangle, sort of. Uh, smiles, eyes. Our love could be, insert adjective here, beautiful. Um, it just says we could be, oh, wait. So we could be a beautiful miracle. Mm -hmm. Unbelievable. Instead. But real avalanche. Of just uh, we do have a shine. There's a shine in here. Ooh, um, a shine. And then that repeated first verse at the oh, end. Man, she loves that one. Yep. So, yeah, it's really. Yeah. Kind of, it's, it's kind of trophy. No secret message, as we've already discussed. Hmm. Should we just go ahead and rate it? Let's rate it and move on because okay. this next song we're going to hate on so much. All right. I gave this, <laughs> and again, maybe this is like some Stockholm syndrome over here. Um, <laughs> I gave it a four. Yeah. Uh, I originally had it as a 2.5, but I think Ooh. I'll I'll slap it with a three. Okay. Because now that I'm thinking about like it is it's pretty catchy yeah but it's not necessarily good now the the song it's how it goes has come back to my brain so yeah like, yeah yeah it's not bad as far as swiftiness i don't I, know i gave uh, it a six. Oh, a six okay but we could yeah. lower it no it does have like a lot of her, like the eyes shining smiles other girls and in general yeah. it is pretty swifty as like just the subject so yeah, yeah i and agree it's with like, that it's kind of it has her voice you know, as far as like her songwriting voice, much better than the other two of these bonus tracks. Yeah. Like it definitely, it feels more like a Taylor song. 
instead of just a generic. It is pre- it's generic, but it's still more tailory than than like I'm others. only me when I'm with you. Uh-huh. Um, six what? Oh my gosh! Shadows in six a faded shadows light. Shadows in a faded light. Yeah, yeah probably. I I agree. Six fires. I don't know. Yeah, that's the only <laughs> line that sticks out. Fires inside of him. Six beautiful miracle unbelievables. <laughs> Those aren't things. Um, I, according to this chorus, they are. They are things. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Six right. Disney's miracles. The movie. <laughs> okay. The hockey movie. Uh, all right. Are we moving on to a perfectly let's good? Let's do heart? it. Let's get. Let's just in this album. A perfectly good heart. Why would you want to take So I'm just gonna blow your minds right here. Ooh, okay. This song is about a breakup. <gasps> really? I know it's crazy. I couldn't tell. I, that's that's all I have to say about this, dude. I think I hate this song the most. <laughs> this is the worst. It's so. It doesn't even sound like her voice singing. Number one, it doesn't. Like I, I don't know. What happened? But it really doesn't sound like her. I mean, it's so generic and boring and repetitive and dumb. Yeah, I hope you like the hook because it's staying around a while. <sighs> oh, we we got your hooks. Yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry to anyone who likes the song, but like, <laughs> I, I, it's just bad. <laughs> it's not a good song. Like, it's not. Yeah. It's not a good Taylor song, and it's not a good song in general. It's because do, do you yeah. have any songs that you don't particularly like, but you you will defend because they're Taylor? Um, look what you made me do. Yes, thank you. This I can't like. There's nothing. There's no redeeming I'm sorry. quality. And like, I, if she wrote it when she was 14, like, great. Yeah, I mean, so again with the really bad production. We've got this yeah. sort of the same issues that we had in I'm Only Me with When I'm With You. And I think it really kind of is a testament to Taylor's collaborators, you know, her music. Not that she depends on her collaborators to make good music, but how much that can affect. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because we think about her working with Aaron and Jack and how amazing that music was. Oh, my gosh. Max Martin, et cetera. Nathan Chapman who did all the rest of this album it sounds fine and then these other guys who i don't know what they did to her but they did bad bad job guys they let her down okay well can we talk about the lyrics no you have to say your fun fact slash personal anecdote oh hate it (laughs) okay if you have if you love this song genuinely yeah please write us and tell us why we should love it too. defend it yeah. And I will make a public apology on Twitter. Yeah. And like, please tell me if there's something about the song that we're missing. Yeah. Or I'm missing. Yeah. I would love to know. Okay. Mm. Now can we talk about the lyrics? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> okay. I picked a least favorite. <gasps> I hope we have the same one. But I have two least favorites. Oh, nice. <laughs> I okay. can pick a least favorite because I hate them all. Um. Okay. So least favorite number one. Why would you want to break a perfectly good heart? How many times does she exactly repeat that? Okay, but my real least favorite. It's not unbroken anymore. That was also mine. <laughs> Please explain that line. It it's broken. It's it, so it's not unbroken. So it's broken. So my heart is broken is a different way to say that. But yeah. anymore? So okay. So like that. It was unbroken before and now it's not unbroken anymore. So it's not, so it's, it's broken for it's the broken. first time mm-hmm. or, okay. I'm like that gif of the woman with like all the math equations yeah. around her head. Like, I mean, maybe I'm just overthinking this. I'm sure I am. Cause I tend to do that, but it's just like, wait, right. it took me a second. It just, it's not a good line. I, I didn't even read what people were saying on genius about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe I should have seen the sign, should have read the writing on the wall. Here's the genius annotation for that line. Taylor blames herself for not predicting the end of the relationship sooner. Writing on the wall is an idiom that means something is terribly obvious. If Taylor hadn't failed to notice the inevitable, then maybe she could have ended the relationship before she got hurt. And didn't have to write the song. Thank yeah, you. I agree. Thank you, genius. Thanks, genius. All right, I'm done talking about the song. Can we rate it? Yeah. Unless you have more to say. Did we cover the tropes? 
Oh, crap. I mean, no. it's just like, it's not anything. I mean, like, you got this. Just you, a why. You get the Scars. Um, tearing it all up. This thing was a masterpiece before he tore it all up. Um, Ooh. him being distant. I should blaming yourself. Should have seen it coming. Wanting to go back. I don't know. This song sucks. Um, yeah, yeah. And that's just really. Those aren't even really Swifty at all. It's just. It really. It sounds like it's like a demo, but without the person that's actually going to sing it. Yeah, like <laughs> maybe that's what it was, and they did the demo, and they never. Re- actually got taylor to record it and that's why like, yeah, it sounds like that fine. yeah no one will notice because no one will listen to this the international version no one can tell yeah so what do you rate this bad boy well i had a two but then i forgot about one being an option so i gave it a one <laughs> i changed it I also gave it a one <laughs> oh, okay yay um yeah because if i'm ever gonna give a song a one it's gonna have to be this one i just realized <laughs> So he said, I didn't know that one was an option. <laughs> I forgot about a little old one. Well, I think we may have found our least Swifty song. I don't know if it's the least Swifty, though, because the overall theme is still about a breakup. True, but there's no layers to it. It's, yeah, that's it doesn't true. even tell a story. That's true. You know, because even her, le- her less Swifty songs, like maybe, I don't know. I'm only moving on with you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no. they, that one doesn't tell a story, really. But even one's like, what's the one about the eating disorder? Which isn't oh. a typical... Yeah. Um, but it still does tell a story and paint a picture. This does right. nothing. Yeah, this really does nothing. Okay. I agree. So, what do we give it? Like, a two? Okay. Is it less or more Swifty than uh, I'm only moving on with you? Might be less because of the repetitiveness. So, maybe it should be a 1.5 or 1. You know, want to be so brave. Let's go all the way. We're going to give it a one. One's all all around. One's for everyone. All right. A nice cold one. One very first scar. (laughs) Yes. Also, yeah, please feel free to write us if you want to defend these songs that we're completely trashing. Also, in no way are we trashing Taylor or fans of the song. No. Yeah, we're not. We're not bullying anyone. This is just our personal opinions. If you like the song, that's great. Enjoy what you like. Or if you agree with us, email us too. Just just send us an email. Yeah. SwiftiesAnonymous at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Just something. Oh, wow. We still have to average these uh, oh, my gosh. thingies. All right. So we're going to guess. Is that how this works? Yeah. So let's guess what our average will be. And then our producer, Evan, is going to tell us. I'm going to say a five. Would be my guess. It's probably I mean, a safe bet. I mean, that's probably like a decent rating of this album. Yeah. I would say mine might be more like a 4, 4.5 because I really was harsh on a lot of these Yeah, songs. you were pretty harsh. <laughs> I mean, I was too, but. Producer man, Evan? Oh, was it my turn? Yeah. Did you average our scores? I did. Um, are you guys, just, you're supposed to, aren't you just going to rate them? Like, oh, like, what would you rate the album first, right? And then we compare that to what your average is. But, like, what is your personal rating for the album? Oh, right. That's what we did last time. I mean, I still kind of stick with my five. Yeah. I'm going to stick with my 4.5. <laughs> Even though sounds, okay. okay, can, oh, can I pitchfork it? Can I do a 4.7? Ooh. Ooh. Because it's not, four seems a little too low because it's, like, almost, like, not worth listening, which but most of the songs are worth skipping yeah, I stick with my 4.7. It's about half and half skip skippers and listeners. Yeah. And how swifty do you think the album is? I mean, is it bad to justify it? <laughs> like I feel like it's I feel like it's like a <laughs> well, 5 or 6, 5.5. I'd say it's a 6. Yeah. I feel like 6. There's there's some real swifty songs on there, like Mary's song, Very our true. song Tim McGraw, Teardrops. Mm-hmm. The good ones. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I know people are really caring. <laughs> they are ripped. I mean, we're gonna, I'll have to throw in like a little a little drum roll right here to really build the anticipation. Yeah. So, Jess, your score is a 4.85. Whoa, whoa, pretty close. So very close to what and you said. you are America's Next Top Model. The weakest link. <laughs> oh, sorry. A millionaire. <laughs> Kristen. <laughs> Your average score was a 4.54. Okay. So super close. He said 4.7. Yeah. And then for Swifty, 5.3. Okay. Wow. So all hovering around the yeah high fours to low fives. I mean, 
basically. It, it just stinks because like a perfectly good heart and I'm only me, but I'm with you really like I feel like drove down all of those ratings. So. Really, really drag it down. <laughs> well, just for kicks. So the original album that ends at our song, which it honestly should because, you know, it's it's a better album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you take that away, Jess, you go from a, a four a four point eight to a five point five. Yeah, that's wow. fair. And then yeah, Kristen's at a five point three. Wow. From a four point five, so I accept it. What about the swiftiness of it all? Oh yeah. Uh, let's see. We're on the edges of our seats. And we were living for the swifty of it all. <laughs> Cancel plans just in case. Because that's a five point okay. nine. I have oh. two photos in my hands, but only one can become America's next top Taylor Swift album. <laughs> two photos evermore in folklore. No. Yes. So is that it? That's it. Well, join us next time when we start into the beast that is Speak Now. I'm really excited about it. So. Yeah, Swifties out for real. out for real. As a producer, I'm going to force us to go to reputation next. Sorry, guys. No, I'm not ready. We're not ready. We have to progress. <laughs> As we artists. have to get to her peak and then cover her downfall and then her rise back to the top. It's a whole thing. Yep. You can't see my gestures, but it's a whole thing. <laughs> the whole thing.